You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 92. The Broadway shutdown extends to 2021 and what that means for actors. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Berra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, or join our Facebook group, The Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Unfortunately, as many of you already know, Broadway formally announced that the rest of the year is canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Broadway is officially shut down until at least January 2021, and that's six months from now as of recording. In addition to the three months we've already been out of work, an entire industry, I repeat, an entire industry will be out of work for a minimum of nine months. This does not include solely actors. I saw a post floating around on Facebook of the various positions in which have been completely out of work due to the theater closures around the country. I'm going to read a couple of them to you, and there are many. Of the folks currently out of work, you have stage managers, house managers, general managers, playwrights, composers, lyricists, dressers, hair and makeup, carpenters, electrics, sound, props, musicians, ushers, bartenders, box office treasurers, porters, cleaners, merchandise, security, marketing, producers, directors, choreographers, authors, orchestrators, arrangers, interns, press agents, photographers, casting directors, set designers, costume designers, Assistants, vocal and dialect coaches, child wranglers, doormen. In addition to those out of work inside the theater, outside the theater, there are countless people who depend on Broadway and off-Broadway shows for income, including all of the costume shops where the costumes are made, the cobblers where all the shoes are made, wig makers, the fabric and bead and feather shops, scenic shops where the sets are built, prop shops where the props are made, sound and lighting shops where the lighting and mics are rented from, design studios where the sets and costumes, props, etc. are dreamed up to make the director's vision a reality, rehearsal spaces, merchandise vendors, concessions, talent agencies and managers, union offices, producers and general management offices. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. This is just New York. That's not even taking into account all of the theater around the country. And for most of us, this is our entire life. Theater artists around the country are hurting. From actors on Broadway to stage managers at local theaters, thousands of members of Actors' Equity Association have been affected by the closures and cancellations due to COVID-19. With no definitive end in sight, many workers are honestly worried about how they'll feed their families let alone acquire the security of just health insurance. Now, if you're unaware of how this exactly works, basically, when you're a member of the union, the stage, 
actor and stage manager union known as Actors Equity Association, you can qualify for health insurance through the Equity League based on how many weeks worked under an equity contract. Well, what happens when there are no contracts and you can no longer work under a performance-related contract or virtually anything related to the theater industry? Well, you lose out on health insurance, and this has been the case for quite some time. In fact, it's the fear of many actors, a fear of not only making enough money to survive, but not working enough to qualify for simple health insurance. So what does the Broadway shutdown have to do with actors, and how is this going to affect us moving forward? Well, like I said, number one is health insurance. By the end of the year, no one in my union, in the Actors' Equity Association, will have amassed any work weeks to qualify for health insurance through equity. In order to maintain coverage through preferred doctors, basically what's going to happen is actors will have to switch to COBRA. And under this payment system, it's going to take $1,200 a month for one person. More if you have a family. Not only that, but you're out of work, so how are you even getting that money to begin with? A dear friend of mine, Kate Lopress, shared something really important that I think we should all take a look at. And if you have the time, please consider adding your signature. It takes five minutes, maybe seven if you add your own words. Basically, the union sponsored a petition asking members and non-members alike to tell Congress to protect theater professionals who have lost their health care. Like I mentioned earlier, for equity members qualifying for insurance, this is usually tied to how many weeks out of the year an actor or stage manager works. With those weeks totally disrupted, tens of thousands of theater artists stand to lose access to healthcare. And this is a very important time to have healthcare, especially during a pandemic. This petition goes on to mention the Worker Health Coverage Protection Act. It's a key step to ensuring that these artists can still get access to health insurance. It basically provides coverage for the full cost of the very expensive COBRA premiums for workers who normally receive coverage through their job, but because of the pandemic, have lost work. Now, I've been doing my own research into this, and to be honest, it's quite confusing when it comes to health insurance and the pandemic, simply because this is a very unprecedented time, as we've heard time and time again. But what I can say is that there is another plan available. It's called the Cigna Silver Plan. So basically what happened is that the pandemic-related work stoppage affected many members' eligibility for benefits under the health fund. This plan was created to address the hardship caused by the shutdown. So they're now offering a new Cigna Silver plan, effective June 1st. This is an in-network-only medical plan that includes coverage for generic drugs. You would qualify for this plan if one of the following scenarios applied to you. So, number one, on the date your employment ended because of the COVID-related shutdown, you were working in covered employment, meaning you are working under an equity contract, you did not have health fund coverage, and had at least nine weeks earned toward equity league health fund eligibility for the 12-month period ending with the COVID-19 shutdown. I know this is kind of complicated, but basically what this means is that, number one, you were working under an equity contract, you didn't quite have health fund coverage just yet, but you had already earned at least nine weeks, nine weeks of employment under 
an equity contract that would qualify you for health insurance. Remember, the Actors Equity Association is not in charge of health insurance. The Equity League is. The second scenario that would qualify you for the Cigna Silver Plan is you are currently covered under the health fund and will lose coverage as of June 1st or July 1st. In this case, you may elect COBRA, which is what I spoke with you guys earlier about, under the health fund plan instead of enrolling in the Cigna Silver Plan. You can continue coverage under the Cigna Silver Plan until December 31st. And because this plan is only intended for the duration of the public health emergency, The trustees will almost definitely determine at a later date if the coverage will be available for those losing coverage in August or beyond. From my research, the silver plan looks great. You'll pay $250 per month for individual coverage under the plan. Obviously, if you have a family, it'll be more than that. If you have questions about the Cigna Silver Plan, if you would like to know more, I have linked everything you need to know in the podcast show notes. And if you have the time, please consider filling out that petition that I linked in the show notes as well. So we already know that the Broadway shutdown is having a major impact on health benefits for actors. It's no surprise then that it's also having a major impact on just the general income for actors. Let me set the stage for you. Broadway supports over 87,000 jobs and draws millions of attendees each year. In 2019, 14.6 million ticket purchasers attended a Broadway show, which generated $1.75 billion in direct revenue. But Governor Andrew Cuomo, in an attempt to slow the spread of the COVID-19 virus, excluded public assembly in New York for groups over 500 persons, and specifically shut down Broadway theaters, each, by definition, having at least 500 seats. The shutdown I'm talking about happened on March 12th. This is not the first time that Broadway has been forced to close its doors over the years. Following 9-11, the theaters closed for about two days. This was largely due to safety and transportation issues. The tunnels and bridges were closed so people couldn't get in and out of Manhattan and the subways were closed. So although the city government did not issue an order that said that Broadway theaters should be closed, it was impractical because you couldn't get the workers to the theaters. That shutdown lasted until September 13th, as Mayor Rudy Giuliani urged the theaters to swiftly open. Remember, this was 9-11-2001. The theaters were shut down for two days, and three or four shows were not able to reopen on September 13th due to either the immediate financial losses or the belief that business would suffer for the foreseeable future. Broadway shows are not heavily capitalized like industrial organizations, so it's hard to withstand a dip to business or a closure for very long. So do you see where I'm going here? When the Broadway shutdown first happened in March of 2020 due to the COVID-19 crisis, there was a ton of uncertainty when it came to who was going to pay for the Broadway shutdown. Will the people involved in the Broadway shutdowns, including the actors, get paid? Well, you have a couple of scenarios. In one scenario, you have actors who are currently being covered by unemployment. 
This scenario applies to actors who were working before COVID and and are eligible to receive unemployment benefits. But then you have the majority of actors, especially in the union, who were not working before COVID that either A, were going to work a contract coming up or were still in the process of auditioning for a contract and are basically out of luck. So let's talk about that. So in many cases, there were a ton of actors who were scheduled to be performing, let's say, this summer. As you've heard me say on the podcast before, generally what happens in the professional world is that the quote-unquote audition season tends to happen somewhere between January through March. And this season is popping. There is so much opportunity out there for you because lots of theaters have really successful summer seasons. And those auditions for those shows tend to happen somewhere between January and March. This is especially true for New York because a lot of regional theaters go to New York City to hold auditions for their summer seasons. And there you go. But the shutdown happened mid-March. So you had a lot of actors who were already guaranteed to be working over the summer because they had booked a contract or already signed a contract, whatever the case. And then the shutdown happened and there was a lot of uncertainty that went around as to whether or not their specific production would even go on. I can guarantee you this much. As of recording this podcast episode, there are zero in-person live theater performances through an equity contract happening. That may not be the case for non-equity productions. I've definitely seen some videos of theaters trying to put on shows outside this, and remember, non-equity theaters, trying to put shows outside in a concert style or whatever they can just to have the show continue. But as of recording this podcast, nothing is happening right now. Virtually 100% of equity members are unemployed. So for the actors who had contracts and were given roles, they booked a show, they booked a role that was supposed to be happening over the summer, those contracts have either been postponed to next year or postponed indefinitely until we have any inkling of an idea as to whether or not the coronavirus will be under control, or they were simply terminated. So for those actors, what do you do? You know, what, what is there to do? If the contract has been postponed or terminated completely, you're out of work, you're out of money, you're out of luck. And for the actors in that last scenario who were in the process of auditioning for shows in January, February, March, and well into April and May, and didn't quite have a job yet, but were looking, actively looking for a job in the summer, they're in the worst case scenario because there are zero opportunities available now. And think about how a lot of these productions that were supposed to be happening over the summer are being postponed till next year. And so that's another year in which actors who didn't quite have a contract yet lined up, they won't work. So, 
what does this mean for actors all across the country? Well, Broadway is usually the one to set the precedent. So what happens is, because Broadway is shut down till January, if a pretty good idea that most theaters will be shut down around the country until at least January. That is a whole lot of income being lost on both the theater's part, but also actors. Now you must remember, if you're listening to this podcast, you have a pretty good idea that being an actor isn't always super lucrative when it comes to money. And as I've mentioned before, it's really important that you have another job to subsidize the money that you might not be making on your off time when you're not working as an actor. Many of the recent episodes that I've recorded with Broadway actors and actors on national tours, very successfully working actors, have also talked about the other side of things when it comes to survival jobs. So if you need help with finding a survival job, you can listen to those and have a good idea of what others have done before you. But the coronavirus pandemic, because it's affecting actors for so long, is really taking a toll financially on an actor's well-being. And it's looking more and more every single day like actors are starting to turn to vastly different ways of surviving during this time. I can't see the future. I don't know how this is going to completely affect the industry, but I do know that so many of my friends are indeed moving out of the city for very valid reasons and making total career switches. Some are using this time to create their own businesses. Some are using this time to go digital. Some are starting to work essential jobs at grocery stores. And some are even going back to school, online of course, but they're going for their master's degrees in something completely unrelated to theater. It's causing this huge industry switch, at least for the time being. And although I can't see the future and I don't know exactly how this will affect our industry, I do know that it's pushing people into different directions. Moving forward, I have noticed a widespread issue due to the coronavirus pandemic when it comes to mental health of our fellow peers in the theater industry. What's happened is that we have all watched the utter turmoil of an industry unfold right before our eyes. You all know that I like to keep things super positive and uplifting and educational on the Actor Aesthetic podcast, but I have to keep it real too. And feeling helpless about your own industry is mentally and emotionally exhausting. However, I don't think that ignorance is bliss in this case. I think that it's really important that we continue to stay informed about the situation at hand, especially when it comes to our industry, because then we can properly prepare for what's to come. We know that at least Broadway is going dark until January. And now that we're aware of that, we can move forward. We all know art will always be there. We all know theater unites us all and that we need this now more than ever. We all know there's a massive community waiting for us with open arms. And we all know that we are all in this together. But we have a major health and economic crisis awaiting us. And it might get worse. If you're listening right now, you might be feeling anxious, unwell, 
or frankly uncertain of what's to come. Yes, you can use this time to revamp your resume, find new audition material, take online vocal coaching sessions, read some plays, write your next novel, stock up on self-tapes, and rest assured that I will always have that information readily available for you. I am constantly pushing out new content when it comes to this, but it's okay to slow down too. Now, as actors, we are unusually apt to always being on the go. The concept of slowing down is honestly foreign to us. It's okay to be upset about gigs that were canceled. It's okay to grieve the loss of upcoming jobs. It's okay to fear for your future. Everyone is. But right now, your health and well-being are crucial. So check in on your mental health. Are you feeling lonely? How are you taking care of yourself? How is your family doing? Are you getting any fresh air? Are you sleeping well? Here are some simple ways to give your body some much-needed rest. Eight hours of sleep, a daily meditation practice, yoga, a daily bath, chai tea, reading, a 30-minute walk, and let me tell you, walks have really been killing it for me these days. I am loving a good walk. FaceTime chats with friends, a self-massage, whatever it is, take this time for you. How are you supporting yourself financially right now? Are you worried that you won't be able to make rent this month if you're living in New York City? If you're low on money, make sure you're canceling any unnecessary subscriptions causing monthly withdrawals from your bank account. I know this is small, but it really makes a difference in the long term. And if you're out of work, search for other opportunities to make your way in the meantime. Freelance on Upwork. File a claim through the Actors Fund for assistance if you're eligible. Abandon musical theater right now if you have to. Unpopular opinion, but it's true. It will always be there. So rest, reset, and focus on you. I give you the permission to do so. I am sending my love to each and every one of you listening today. If you need any help at all, my DMs are always open on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic. Or if you'd like to shoot me an email, hit me up at Maggie at ActorAesthetic.com. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it, tag at Actor Aesthetic, and share it to your Instagram stories so that I can see who is following along with me there. If you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and also hit that subscribe button so that you can join me every single week for a brand new episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. Until then, this is Maggie Barrow signing off. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.